lover's blues sometimes, maybe. But suddenly get child. Disgusting. Lovers say the truth. You are now Lovers walk along every night. Peace and blessings, good people. Welcome to another edition of Insightful Discussions. I'm your host, Dwayne Bryant, bringing you another insightful topic. Uh, as always, I hope everything is going well with you and yours. I hope that you're striving to accomplish the goals that you set forth this week, this month, and this year. Uh, today, good people, I came to talk to you all about motivation and the source of motivation. Um, as a lot of my videos are, it's like a, a a personal reflection, if you would say that, just about things that I've experienced, things that my friends and just people that I, I communicate with that they experience. So the source of motivation, I think we I had a conversation the other day about what drives you, what pushes and motivates you to do things in life. And we had a really in-depth conversation about how experiences in life may push you to do certain things whether you had the thought that you were going to be able to accomplish this goal or even have this career even find your finding yourself in these predicaments and situations i want to reflect back to a time in which i was in high school and i was in high school i was uh trying to graduate trying to figure out life and just like most people who come from a, a poverty-stricken background or just a background where people may not have explored education from a family perspective, you have limited options. You have uh, certain limitations that are that are already placed on you that you're predisposed to. So with that being said, I, I didn't know much about college. Um, and I tell people all the time, like if it wasn't for the women in my life or the friends that I had developed, like the, the real friends, like the friends that were, that had my best interest in mind that I was not even aware of. If it wasn't for these people, I would not be where I'm at today. I would not have been exposed to the opportunities that I was exposed to. So at this point in time, being a senior in high school, trying to figure out life, trying to do something. I had a job. I was working at Food Line. And I tell people all the time about this food line job. I was so thankful to have a job. I was so thankful to have some type of income. Uh, just just income. Like, <laughs> back then, it was so hard to, like, do anything without having money. And you know how it is in high school. You're not necessarily grown, but you're becoming an adult. You don't want to continue to ask your mom and dad for money. And then you start to get those conversations around, hey, well... You're about to graduate, you know, you need to help out with the bills. <laughs> so it was one of those conversations, one of those type of conversations that continuously pushed me to just get a job. So I can say from that piece of, of the story, the concept of having responsibility, it motivated me to go out and work. It motivated me to go out and find a job and find some means of taking care of my basic needs of life. Now, 
as I mentioned, being from a poverty-stricken background, by all by definition, my family was poor. But we always seem to have what we need. And by no means am I trying to exaggerate that and make it seem like more than what it what it is or what it was. It was the simple fact that we grew up in an area where a lot of people lived the same. Some had a little more, some had a little less. Well, with my family, I, I may not have gotten all the things that I wanted, but I had everything that I need. I had food, shelter, and clothing. I may not have wanted to wear those clothes, or I may have wanted some more current and trendy clothes, but I had clothes. I may have wanted some different types of meals, but I had food to eat in the refrigerator. It was always hot dogs and, and bologna sandwiches. <laughs> it was always hot dogs and bologna sandwiches in the refrigerator. So there was always food and we had a roof over our head. So to that degree, our basic needs were taken care of. Now, the conditions in which we used to live, I always wanted better personally. I used to look on TV and I used to see the rappers, the movie stars living one way. And, I, and in my mind, I'm, I'm just thinking like, well, this can't just be limited to one type of people this 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 life that they're living is is i want that too i want that too so i didn't just get stuck in the fantasy of what they present with what they presented on tv and online i, I wanted to know how well how do i get to that point i was always a curious uh child like i always asked a lot of questions i actually got in trouble in school for asking so many questions teachers my mom my parents like i was always an inquisitive young spirit and i wanted to know things so not only was i intrigued by these different types of lifestyles and how people were exposed to living in big houses driving fancy cars going on exotic vacations i wanted to know how they did that so the concepts and the things that i saw that motivated me to figure it out that motivated me to seek additional knowledge than what I was exposed to and what those around me had the ability to give. So curiosity, I can say, was one of my sources of motivation. Now, you may be listening to this and you may be motivated by something totally different. Your family structure may have had certain things in place where you wanted, you were motivated to keep those things. A lot of times when people come from lacking or not having, they're motivated to get. But I realized early on the key difference is it's easy to get things. It's very, very, very hard to keep them. And you have to understand how. The how is, is greatly important, important in a lot of things that we do. All right, but y'all know I can get on my soapbox. But let me get back to the story. So around that time having a job, in my mind, college was always a thing. But I was going through the motions. I saw my friends take the SAT. I was like, okay, well, I guess I got to take the SAT. I saw my friends <clears throat> applying to colleges. So I guess I got to apply to colleges. These things were not <clears throat> on my mind. I had people in my circle that already had it made up in their mind that this is what they were going to do. I learned from them. I learned from my environment. My family, who raised me, it was... I think we can count on our hand or two hands how many people graduated high school. And this is nothing that I'm ashamed of. This is just the conditions and cars that we were dealt. 
as a family. So having those examples in your life that puts you on the right track, I, I, I lack those. So I had to use what was around me to motivate me and push me to get to a better space. Now, I tell this story a lot, too, when it comes to how I actually apply to Winston-Salem State University. I, my People who know me, who really know me, they know my favorite color is red. It's been my favorite color since I was like a kid. I know that seems so trivial to, to a, a college, but stay with me. So uh, I'm applying to EC, East Carolina University, uh, uh, North Carolina University at Chapel Hill. Like I'm applying to all these big name colleges and one of my high school friends at the time was Tequila Peel. Now Tequila Peel, uh, her sister went to Central, if I'm not mistaken. And she was the first person to ask me, well, have you thought about going to any historically black colleges and universities? I was like, what is that? Ignorance, I didn't even understand that there were colleges for black people at that time. Exposure, I wasn't exposed to those things. And mind you, I have been, I was in the top like 10% of my class. And we, we went to uh, Upward Bound programs. We went to different college tours together and as as i said before i was mimicking the things that i saw these people do it wasn't like i had this grand sense of knowledge it's just this but this is what my environment was doing so i did that to keep up i was motivated to do those things because i didn't want to be behind anybody else <laughs> i didn't want to get left behind so when Tequila asked me that question, and I'm applying in the counselor's office, I'm applying to these colleges, I, I said, well, what, what are they? What are those colleges? Of course she put Central in my face. <laughs> of course she did. But I, I started to look, okay, well, what, what are the other HBCUs? And then just so happened, I looked in the filing cabinet, and there was an application to Winston Salem State University. And the colors of the application of the brochures happen to be red and white. By chance, I picked that application and I filled it out. In my mind, I haven't even researched Winston-Salem State. I just realized, okay, it's in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Boom, oh, that's that's further out past Greensboro. All right, it's farther away from home. It's, it's far enough. Cool. After I filled that application out, I got a fee, fee waiver. I didn't have to pay an application fee. I put that in the back of my mind. I didn't think about Winston-Salem State again. My mind was focused on Chapel Hill. <laughs> my mind was focused on, I think I applied to Liberty University in Virginia. My mind was on something totally different. And lo and behold, the first college to send me an, ex an acceptance letter was Winston-Salem State University. <laughs> was Winston-Salem State University. And I tell people all the time, I would not have gone, I would not have applied to Winston-Salem State University if it wasn't for Tequila Peel. If it wasn't for her asking me, have I heard? Do you know? You should apply. And I want you to think about that. When you're having a conversation with people in your life, uh, uh, 
a nephew or niece or anybody who's trying to better themselves or you just see them in life going through the motions and just they're not bad people they're good people but they may not necessarily have the knowledge and exposure to things that you feel like they should do you mention it to them you don't push it on you mention it you provide them with the information and the opportunity to make a decision to make a choice because that that's essentially that's what she did and i'm so i'm forever grateful for her doing that because if it wasn't for her i i honestly don't know where my life would be at now contextually there's, there's a lot of other things that took that came into play of course i had to have good grades of course i had to um be accepted by the university of course behaviorally i had to you know be in the right space to go and get accepted but the fact that she sparked that thought in my mind it allowed me to go but the key factor in this story the one thing that truly motivated me to actually go i went to talk to my guidance counselor about winston salem state or just college in general and you know what my guidance counselor at the time told me she said, well, you know, college is one thing, but college isn't for everybody. And college, I don't maybe college isn't for you. Have you looked at the armed services or the military to uh, as a career option? And at that time, they were trying to push all of, of all of the guys in, in our school into the military. It's almost as if college was just not an option. It's almost as if you as a, I, I took it personal. Like you as a black man, you don't need to think about college. You don't need to think about bettering your life. You don't need to think about education. You need to go to the military and armed services. That's what you need to do. That's what you're best fit for in life. And the fact that I wasn't even given the option by someone who was an adult, someone who is supposed to have my best interest in mind when it comes to just career and life i it it, it troubled me on, on multiple levels because i did not have you know people in my family who were knowledgeable about college or the process of college and i couldn't go to them for help i couldn't go to them for guidance on this because they just didn't know I had an uncle who, who was in the service. So, of course, they're going to say, well, he's okay. Go in the service. That's an option. It's like to everybody around me in my personal life, not not, not friends, but family and, and adults, they didn't see that for me in my life. And I don't want this to sound too harsh. I, I want to clearly articulate the fact that it... My parents and my family members, maybe they didn't see that as an option for me because they just didn't know. They didn't understand. They wasn't exposed to school and college. They did not know what school and college could do for you in your life or do for a person because that's something that they didn't explore themselves. They had to get out and work at a young age to provide. And all of these things motivated me because all the people that I looked to for higher knowledge that were supposed to be these this beacon of hope and determination and to push me in life, they didn't have any answers or they had the wrong answers for me. When that guidance counselor told me maybe I should think about the military instead of college, I was heated because in my mind, I thought she she doesn't think I can do this. 
She doesn't believe that I'm smart enough to, to go to a college and university. She doesn't believe that I am capable. Teachers, I, I talk to teachers about this. You sure you don't want to get a job? You sure you don't want to start, you know, work first, work for a year and then go? And I'm just like, these adults, <clears throat> excuse me, these adults, I'm as a child, I'm telling these people what I want to do. And they're telling me, oh, well, maybe you should do something else. Not even giving me the opportunity or the option to try to, to make a mistake to fail. They were giving me something that I, they were placing limitations on my life before I had the opportunity to show what I was capable of. And for that, my friends, my listeners, that is what motivated me to not only go to Once in Salem State, it motivated me to go to Winston Salem State, join clubs, join a fraternity called Alpha Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. It motivated me to join the Ralph Bunch Society. It motivated me to join Black Men for Change. It motivated me to join the Rehabilitation Studies Club. It motivated me to be something that people didn't believe that I could be. And going to Winston-Salem State was the best decision of my life. Because when you have people in your life, and this is, this is something that has motivated me for years and years to come. Each level that I reach in life, people do not believe that I am capable of, of achieving a goal that I set for myself. And this, these, these are these, these are friends, these are family members, these are professors. And for the life of me, I cannot understand, I could not understand, and I cannot understand why people place limitations upon others and fail to motivate, fail to inspire, fail to think of others or think of a person in a higher capacity than they can see themselves. And from that day on, from that experience on, I have had experiences and, and moments in life where I've seen teachers from high school and they ask, what are you doing? Oh, are you going to a community college? Oh, no. I, community college. Are you working? No, I, I am at a four-year university. I'm at Winston-Salem State University right now. I'm just working here for the summer. And some of you may, of you may say that <laughs> you shouldn't have taken that personal. I took that personal. Because these are the same people who told me I should go and work. These are the same people who didn't push and motivate me to go to college. So I grind very hard to this day. Not to prove people wrong, but to prove to myself that I am right. I am motivated to prove to myself that I am right, that I can do. What motivates me is, is the perception that I can. When I know that I can. <clears throat> And this is not limited to just one group of people. I've had this experience over and over again. Once I graduated from Winston-Salem State, I was in a lost state. I was in a lost place. Didn't know what to do because I didn't even think I was going to make it to college, let alone graduate. All right, I graduated. Then what to do next? What to do next? And that was a defining moment in my life that's, that's going to be on another uh, episode. I, I will fully go in and explain that particular moment. 
But in life, I had that moment and a switch similar to what happened before of expectation. Maybe you should go and work. You, you, you got your education. Maybe you should do this. Maybe you should do that. And on that day, I told myself I would never live in the expectations of others. And in that moment, I left. I left with $30 in my pocket and went to D.C. And the rest is kind of history. <laughs> I normally keep this at a certain time frame, but I was really passionate about this topic today because uh, these type of topics really push some things out of me that I don't even know that's, in, that's still in me. Because I know that there's people out there right now who who want to do more, who want more for themselves and their family members, but they got people around them. That's, that's It's a lot of white noise, a loud noise in your ear telling you what you can, you can't do, and what was hard. I don't care about none of that. In a few months, I'm going to be Dr. Bryant. And this is something that nobody in my life ever thought that I could be. I don't, I don't care who you listen to, who said I knew he was going to be this and be that. They never saw this for my life. And if you're out there and if you're listening to this podcast, there are going to be people in your life that you think are going to have your best interest in mind and they're going to be able to say the right things to you. Don't look for it. Don't cling to the expectations of others and the words of others. Find you, a high, connect to a high power. Connect to a high power. Have faith and believe that you can do all things. That you can do all things. Because greatness is already given to you. It's how you use and manifest that throughout life and give to people. But I've said enough. Uh, definitely tune in to the next uh, episode. I have some treats for you. I'm going in and explaining. I want to unpack this. I know I said a lot, but I really want to get get down to uh, a lot of different things that I'm saying and I want to really unpack it. But I don't want to keep you too long. This has already been long enough. Thank you for listening. Please like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, tell a friend about it. Maybe you get something from it. But until next time, peace and blessings. I locked my keys in my car. What am I going to do now? No worries. Ford got keys. Cheapest in the city. Home of the $25 Fable Area Lockout Service. Don't stress. Call Ford got keys now. 910-391-9726. Ford got keys. The $25 Auto Lockout Service in Fayetteville.